pull up a chair. We're ready for you. Hello, this is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, episode 438, Fall Decor and Entertaining. And I am so excited about fall, and I am ready. Everybody's ready for some more fall episodes. In fact, we received this wonderful five-star review recently on iTunes, which prompted us to come up with another fall episode idea. Here's the review. These girls are wonderful. It feels like I know them and I'm waiting for them to be over to their houses. I've been listening to practically all of their episodes that they have put out there and I'm waiting and waiting for fall to arrive and to pass the time I've been listening to all their old fall episodes and I mean all. And then seeing what I could do, put in my rooms and what I should change here and there. So Anita and Kelly, if you're reading this, parentheses, which I'm sure you are, close paren and you're right I need some more fall episodes please 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 and that's from it's like I heart emojis podcast so obviously this listener really loves podcasts in general so it's it's just a shame that we don't know the names of the people that leave all these really wonderful (laughs) iTunes reviews so if that is your iTunes handle thank you thank you thank you so much and this one is for you and all the other people who love fall and everything that has to do with this really magical, lovely season. So today we're going to talk more about fall tablescapes, some entertaining ideas, and especially in a time of the corona pandemic, uh, you know, maybe you need some new ideas and inspiration on how to keep some traditions going and maybe start some new ones and realize that, you know, it's maybe more important than ever to elevate your everyday and certainly elevate your holidays and mark the seasons because it's such an unusual time that we're living in. We could all use a little, you know, a little feeling of something special. Uh, Certainly we can't go out as much as we used to. So doing the special at home and that's what we're all really good at. So we're going to talk a lot about that today. Yeah. And you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, we need to mark the seasons because otherwise who knows what day it is, but don't skip on to Christmas and think you're going to get this year over with a little extra fast. It's not happening. So you (laughs) might as well enjoy fall and Thanksgiving and everything coming this fall of while we're at it. And, you know, preparing for this episode, I was thinking about recipes and having people over and, you know, I found a recipe that I actually made this morning in preparation to get me in this fall. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, and I'm going to share the recipe in the show notes. It is a pumpkin and chocolate chip bread recipe that I found. Oh, that sounds from- so good. And it's gluten-free, I bet. Well, it can or it, it can be if you want it to be, but oh, the recipe perfect. really is not. I mean, I ended up using gluten-free uh, flour, which you can do, but you don't have to. And it was from Buns in My Oven. So I'll be sharing that link. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I know. That's the name of the, the website. Now, um, I think a lot of my chocolate chips melted, but uh, you know, that's okay. It's, so it's just a very chocolatey. That sounds pretty good anyway. Hey, it's pretty good. So yeah, it's yeah. good. So Melty chocolate it. chips. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Well, a lot of what I was thinking about is maybe entertaining. I don't know if it's going to be beyond my very immediate pod, my little family, but celebrating the fall and maybe into Thanksgiving and maybe we would actually have some meals outside because as you and I have discussed, oftentimes it's too hot where you live and I live to actually sit outside. Um, I really liked your idea 
it was a one or two episodes ago where you said, uh, you know, you like to have breakfast. That's the meal you like to have out on your porch because that makes sense. But sometimes by the end of the day, it's just too blazing hot right. to have a meal outside. So breakfast is a great idea. But as it's cooling off now, um, I'm going to shift outside. We have this great cement table that I rarely ever mm. use. Um, it's just sort of something I hose off once in a while. So I think that we're going to start using that. And maybe if we are dining outside or doing a little entertaining outside, we could actually have some people that were not blood related to over to enjoy well, the fall food was, and decor. Well, I think it's just such a fabulous time to be eating outdoors anyway, because, uh, you know, for us, it's finally a pleasant temperature, but mm-hmm. even some other places, even if, it's a, if there's a little, if it's a little cool in the air, it's still a wonderful time to be outside. So I think this is the time to be eating outdoors. Not only is it a great time of year to be eating out there, but if you are concerned about, uh, you know, getting sick or whatever, then why not? If you're having people over, eat outside. Uh, and in fact, I have a friend coming over next week and we're going to eat on my front porch. And uh, Oh, perfect. Yeah. So I don't know if she wants to sit. So I don't know how close she's going to sit to me, but we'll see. Uh, yeah. We're going to. Yeah, we're going to do that. So I think that's a great thing to do. But again, I'm just so excited about the idea of sitting out by our fire pit or eating outside. And here's a little tip too, because it can be a lot of work carrying everything outside. And the further your table is from the kitchen, the more of a hassle it can be. So we kind of figured out a thing at the farm is all the food stays inside and you just, it's buffet. And then you just take your plate and your drink out there. You know, that's a really smart tip. When you say it, it's like, oh, yeah, like, duh, that makes such sense. But I hadn't really thought of that. And also that saves the fact if you do have little buggies or things like that outside, then you don't have all this food sitting out there. People could come in and out and get what they want, seconds and whatnot. That's a good, that's a really good tip. Well, that's what I found is that nobody in my house wanted to eat outside because of just all the hassle of carrying everything in and out. And then when I said, why don't we just serve ourselves and bring the plate out everyone was all for it then <laughs> so no it no it's true there's sort of that even if it is nicer weather here um in the evening and we're doing a barbecue or whatever sometimes I think about it and then I'm just like oh god you know, <laughs> you know, I know. schlep I it all out there and you know with my two daughters i I like bugs a lot of people don't and they really really don't so you know if there's a bug in the air it can just ruin everything you know they just start going crazy and flailing (laughs) we have a similar situation in our house i they really don't the bugs don't bother me for some reason the mosquitoes for some reason really i don't know if it's my blood type or what but they really don't bother me but everyone else in my family is like swatting wildly and uh i'm just thinking what are you doing just eat your food What's exactly. going on? Exactly. It kind of takes sling of relaxation out of the uh, whole yes. event when someone's flailing around and trying to smack a bug. So today we're going to talk about the elements of an easy and elegant fall table, whether you're doing it inside or outside. And we've got other little tidbits and maybe some recipes and things like that that will be coming at you. Now, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, I think now more than ever, it's really important to elevate the everyday. So, you know, you don't have to wait for Thanksgiving to do any of these things. You could do this on a Tuesday night. You know, Tuesdays are just usually passed right over. You know, make Tuesday special. Certainly make the weekend special. Um, Or plan ahead for having some people over or, you know, for the bigger holidays, keep these ideas in mind. So for me, there are certain elements of a really easy and elegant table that you could have on hand and you can use over and over again and just sort of mix it up. So things that I like to use on my table are chargers, Mm -hmm. um, and I 
have had the same dark wicker, not really rattan, but a heavier wicker chargers from Williams and Sonoma. I think I got them when we maybe were first married or the first time I had the whole family over for a holiday. And I thought this was so snazzy. I was going to get these chargers. It's the Nito, N-I-T-O, Charger, and we'll have the link to that one in the show notes. It's just great. It's basic. It has great texture. It has a great color. It looks it looks really nice under very elegant, girly kind of china, and it looks really great under some more modern you know, solids or, or various colors, even Fiesta wear, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just really all-purpose. Um, I like to have a low vase. I have a link that I'll put in the show notes for this really great low long 12 inch four inch high four inch wide 12 inch long vase that you can have right in the center of your table and you could put florals in it you could put succulents in it you could fill it with many pumpkins or acorns or anything like that just something low so you're not blocking the people from speaking to each other across the table or maybe now you want some blockade I don't know it's so crazy <laughs> depends and on the sneezer <laughs> and then a thing that I love to use and I and I don't pull it out that often because mine are not dishwasher safe but I the set that I found for you guys is dishwasher safe it's gold flatware And I I found a really inexpensive 20-piece set for $37.99 Nice. that's dishwasher safe. So that just makes it just all the more luxe if you've Mm -hmm. got some gold or just some different flatware, something, you know, that you're not using every day. And then napkins, go with some cloth napkins. I'll have a link to some uh, linen, 90% linen and 10% cotton mix, um, uh, napkins and I like the 20 by 20 inch ones don't you think Anita like something oversized oh yeah yeah. especially if you're serving something messy I mean you're really gonna want that yeah and I just feel in your hand it feels better to have a bigger napkin I think you can even go with two if you're Mm -hmm. eating outside the large one for your lap and then a smaller Mm -hmm. one you know to dab oh with the dabbing there you go you know you need to dab and then I like to mix up my china and so I'm gonna add a link to the show notes for that woman Nancy who has that amazing transferware collection oh, slash shop yes, right yes. you Nancy's could spend hours daily on there dish or something yes exactly yes, yes. she's got a great website Check right so if you have some dishes that you know you love and they're your basics and maybe they're a solid color or something like that maybe think about adding all different pieces or go to a thrift store and find pieces that don't really even they're not from the same set but somehow they were going to work together in color or feel or something like that that is so fun to do and of course some candles so if you have those elements on hand you are good to go even at the drop of a hat yes and I think you're absolutely right we you do not need to have uh, just a table overflowing with decor. You do not need to go out and buy a ton of things for your centerpieces. Besides, a lot of those tall pieces are going to be in the way for entertaining anyway. So I think simple is better. And yes, you have to be concerned about the height. Uh, so are you, am I, do I get a chance now? Should I <laughs> go forward? No, I think we're done now. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't sure if I was of getting it. Of course you get a chance. We <laughs> okay. want to hear everything you have to say. All right. So I found this really charming staub. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pronounce this correctly. A coca. 
Does that? Oh, you know, that's so funny. I saw one of those. Is it the pumpkin shaped one? Yes. Okay. I saw that last Uh week and I was like, I have to look up how to say that. And then I didn't have time. And so I I was going to talk about that as a crush in one of the previous episodes because that is so cute. Yes. Yeah. So I did look it up because I really didn't know. And that's the way they pronounced it online was coca. So anyway, so that's the way I'm going to pronounce it, right or wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will tell us. And what is a coca? A coca. Well, this one is an enamel. It's, It's kind of like a bowl. Mm-hmm. The, and these are shaped like pumpkins. Uh, this so cute, coca, but it's got a lid, and this is actually an enamel coated cast iron pot with a lid, and it's shaped like a pumpkin. And the l- handle on the lid is shaped like a pumpkin stem. How cute is that? It comes in black or orange, and I found these at Sur La Table. So charming, and I actually found another type of coca. And these are individual ceramic white bowls. They have handles on either side and the lid. And these would be for serving soup. And these would be uh, for each person's plate. They would be eating the soup out of the bowl. And these were white uh, from Anthropology and super charming. I just fell in love with those because how cute is that to have your own little pumpkin on your plate for your soup? Yes, I saw those as well. Absolutely, darling. Well, Well, because I think the site that I was on had the big one and the little one, the cast iron one. So I think the cast iron one has little ones too. Oh, okay. Well, these, the ones that Anthropology are ceramics, so they're not not the the enamel cast iron. But I also found, uh, because I love Jacquard uh, tablecloths, this one is so beautiful. It's a vintage look, uh, very simple. They had a blue and gray and a gray, a dark gray and light gray version of this particular tablecloth it's at William Sonoma and it's actually on sale today I'll include the link for that but uh, these uh, two tablecloths are particular particularly beautiful I thought uh, so I just love the colors and the very simple but beautiful design so uh, another thing is you know I don't I'm not really uh, I'm not really interested in having a lot of turkey plates now some people collect the the spode fall mm-hmm, plates for right. example so what I would suggest, unless you really love plates and you want to have some for every season, I mean, you certainly could go up and buy a set of individual plates for everybody in the turkey motif. But I saw on Williams-Sonoma you, uh, that you could just get the, I would just get this, uh, they had a, a pheasant or turkey tureen, a soup tureen, and a platter. And then you could just go with white dishes and it would look very coordinated and maybe throw in some brown somewhere on the table, like the, the uh, chargers, like, like you talked about Kelly or, you know, something else. But I I think that way, you know, if you go with the white, you can kind of just use it year round and then just change out your maybe serving pieces uh, to go with it. Yeah, I I really agree with you. Having sets of the thanksgiving china or the spode christmas or other things that's just a lot to store and a lot to haul out every year and a lot of money to spend to get the full set whereas like you're saying if you had some serving pieces or platter would be perfect in that and if, if and then you kind of check that box off you know you you have it and it looks beautiful for that season but you're not spending a ton of money and you're not having to store all that stuff from year to year and then drag it all out Ugh. oh Nobody i know like so- that I found something else I thought was so charming because, you know, who doesn't love like a cheese ball when you're entertaining? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it tastes good. Anyway, I mean, who doesn't love a cheese ball? <laughs> OK, 
Okay. But anyway, the thing I saw that I thought was so cute on uh, Pinterest, shut up. Is, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that was mean. I hope you get mean emails back for that. Okay. So anyway, the cheese ball. It's Anita was- at Cedar Hill. <laughs> At gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this cheese ball was in the shape of a pumpkin, and then they had put one of the little pumpkin stems on it, and it was really cute. A real pumpkin stem? Okay. Well, it looked like it. Probably, right? So, I mean, There's another you, use for the saved I'm just pumpkin saying, stems. Even if you don't like the cheese ball, it looked cute in the shape of the pumpkin. It's a lot of effort. I saw one, I don't know, it was in, that, in Better Homes and Gardens, and it was like a cheese, it was giant. It was like an oversight. It was just too much. It was like a cheese pumpkin, and they were like, the secret to this one is rubber bands. And I'm thinking, oh my. I guess to make the ridges, I'm like, no. I'm not well, doing I don't, that. I just assume. Oh, that's a lot of touching of the cheese. How do you do that without touching the cheese? Then you're gloves. like, here, that cheese has fingerprints prep on it. Food Ooh. prep gloves. A one word. So anyway, oh, three words, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. Okay, so all of this is fantastic information, and um, the links will be great. I think everybody will enjoy poking around. I was thinking about all this, and I'm really thinking about it because two days after this episode comes out, um, I am going to be in a sort of blog event, which I don't do so much anymore because I love the podcast and we're doing so much of that. But every once in a while I get invited and I was invited by those three wonderful ladies that we had, in- that I had interviewed on the show, oh, uh, nice. Marianne and Annie and Cindy. And um, so this hasn't happened yet while we're recording it, but I- so I've been thinking about what is my table going to look like for this fall it's not really Thanksgiving, but it's just a fall tablescapes. So mm-hmm. I will, um, after this is over and that comes out, I'll go back and stick the link in there. But you could look on my blog on the uh, October 8th. That's going to be out. But I've been kind of noodling on what's my table going to look like. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to use this palette because I don't really have anything blue. But I know there are a lot of blue lovers out there. Yeah. So I was thinking of this palette because sometimes people don't like to do the very traditional palettes. Maybe they don't like autumnal colors or they Mm -hmm. don't like red or russet or something like this what about navy cream and persimmon oh i like that i thought you were gonna go with blue and white and orange but i love that even better yeah so just a little like it's a like a little off like kind of like we like to do the christmas colors not the not the very obvious red and green Mm -hmm. but maybe like a little off of those colors Mm -hmm. and we like that so i was thinking what if you did some sort of dark blue um, so you have like a cream base. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe your main plate is cream. And then maybe you do some sort of dark blue transfer wear on top. Mm. And then you have persimmon napkins. And so when I'm saying persimmon, I found ones that were called clay, like a clay color online. And I have the link to those. I'll stick those in the show notes. And maybe work in that gold flatware. And then maybe you just have a few little pots of like the four inch pots of the russet colored mums mm-hmm. with eucalyptus because the eucalyptus would kind of be bringing in sort of almost like it's not blue but it is like a bluer leaf than a, than like a box would would be true, but wouldn't true. that be pretty oh yes i mean it sounds wonderful well i'm excited to see what you end up doing yeah uh, me too i haven't really figured it out yet it, it'll be fun i haven't done one of those tables in a long time to really mm-hmm. do it up um so yeah, I think that would be fun. And anyone feel free to take that color palette and run with it. And if you do it, let us see what it looks like. Cause I would love to see that in action. 
Well, you know, another thing you can do if you are kind of in a hurry, you don't have to buy anything or you don't want to buy a new tablecloth, I mean, go look at your fall throws, a stadium blanket, a plaid throw, whatever. Uh, I use these a lot as as tablecloths or, or runners on my table, you know, for Thanksgiving or the fall. They just look so, and especially kind of the, the kind of furry ones, I think are just so nice and such a different texture and they really add such warmth and character and texture to the table. I think that's a great uh, option. And I don't think people realize that they can use that on their table. Of course. And especially if you're lucky enough to find one, you know, at a thrift store or something like that. So if somebody spills some mulled wine or whatever on it, you don't care that much and, you know, throw mm-hmm. it in the wash. Um, I found one. I found several Christmassy ones, but I did find one that's sort of this yellow and weedy colors and actually I'm thinking that might be my inspiration piece to start my table for this event that I'm telling you guys Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. yeah it's so pretty and if you are going to do any of these meals or create this table outside it's a great opportunity to bring in other items like that obviously you're inside if you're inside everybody doesn't need a blanket but you know if you're going to be outside maybe you drape some of these over the chairs or you have extra pillows for Mm -hmm. not only warmth uh, but sort of cushioning because maybe you're on some outdoor chairs and it's not like an upholstered chair that you'd be using if you were dining indoors um so think about if you're doing your table outside about how you can add all those other elements too and work them into your palette and it just you know it might just be this wonderful lingering event where you know people are start outside maybe in the mid-afternoon and you go into the evening if you're able to have a little fire even if it's a little tabletop fire how wonderful right and another thing if you want something kind of different on your table if you like going to the fabric store, go look at the remnants because there might be something and kind of a nice fall fabric uh, that you can get super cheap. And maybe you just need to trim it and use that as your table runner. You can use pinking shears or you can use you can actually sew the, the hem, hems on each side. Or you can, uh, you know, even use that, um, I don't know, that tape that you kind of iron on and that mm-hmm. makes the, the no-sew. Right edge so I mean there's so much you can do uh, to get something very unique and special for your table and that's what I've done a lot uh, you know if I have a very special look in mind and I can't I usually can't find it when I go out so I, I do a lot of, of that sort of thing and you know you love don't you Emma Bridgewater as much as I do I think do I know that I don't know uh, oh she's got the mugs and she's British and She's got oh. all the, uh, the dishes. Is she, they're the ones that have the big letters on them. I'm sh- I know you know what I'm oh, talking okay, about. Oh, okay, okay. Put a link gotta... so I can see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've seen them. Anyway, she's got a whole new fall uh, collection out. And so I'm not, I don't really like mugs. But hers, I love. They're just very unique looking. And she's got plates and other things too. But the mugs are so charming. And uh, you should check out her collection. I'll include some links. But she has a pheasant pasta bowl that would be great for the fall. And then she has uh, several mugs in her fall series. Like, you know, they have bunnies on them and deer. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, they, they have lots of extra detail. They're made in the UK. And then, you know, she actually has some design inside the mug as well and along the top of the rim well isn't that fun when you finish your tea or whatever (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying yeah so those are those are nice uh nice to have oh that sounds so nice and you know what else is really nice is feeling really confident in your clothing 
Now, there are some days where I just don't feel so great in my clothes. And certainly, um, you know, now we're edging towards how many months in COVID? Things don't exactly fit like they used to. So I was recently introduced to Shapermint, and then they decided they would like to advertise as sponsors on decorating tips and tricks. And I thought, what a perfect fit. No pun intended. Uh, Because... We all might feel, be feeling a little off with our clothing these days, but you know, even before COVID, there were times where you know just something didn't fit right. And it isn't that you need shapewear; it's just that that particular garment wasn't really working for you on that day. And it does really work with your confidence and kind of you know doesn't make you feel your best. But when you are feeling good in your clothing, I know when I used to practice law and I would be doing my summation to the jury, I always wore one of two different suits that I had because they made me feel really confident and empowered. And that's how the shapewear from Shaper Mint is going to make you feel. Shaper Mint smooths you out, makes you feel comfortable, and boosts your confidence. And when you're confident, you are empowered. The shapewear from Shaper Mint gives you a really polished look and long-lasting comfort no matter what you're wearing. I've got a selection of the Shaper Mint items. The Impetua leggings, I got this square neck tank, and this shaping bra that I absolutely love. I, I really don't want to take it off from morning till night, and I've even been known to work out in it. It's that good and that comfortable. Unlike leading brands, shapewear from Shaper Mint is super affordable. In fact, it's half the price. And we have a special offer for Decorating Tips and Tricks listeners on top of that affordable price. So in addition to the everyday discounts and promotions Shapermint has on their website, we have a deal just for our listeners that will save you an extra 10% on your order. So you go to shapermint.com slash DTT and use the code DTT. That's shapermint, S-H-A-P-E-R-M-I-N-T dot com slash DTT and use the code DTT to get your exclusive listener added discount of an extra 10% off your order. We love a small company that does big things, especially when the big things help save the earth and save you money. Turbo Moths is just that kind of small company. There's only seven people working at Turbo Moths, but they're doing a big job. Turbo Mops has created a sustainable solution to cleaning your floors. The effective, washable, and reusable Turbo Mop Pads are compatible with Swiffer Sweeper and the WetJet. The pads are made of a unique looping fabric that is a magnet for dirt, dust, and hair. After use, toss them in the washing machine and they are ready to make your floors immaculate again. Stop adding to landfills with disposable mop pads. Switch to Turbo Mops today. There'll be a link in the show notes so you can do that. My floors don't lie, and neither do the thousands of five-star reviews that Turbo Mops have received on Amazon. So you can check out all the reviews for yourself, but take it from me. These pads work, and I love the fact that I'm not adding to any landfills. Something else exciting I wanted to share with everybody I'm in Cottages and Bungalows magazine this month. Stop it. It is. Yes, it's a beautiful issue. I really enjoyed it. And I sat down last week and I went through it from cover to cover. And um, 
it's really lovely. I think all of you will enjoy it. So I'll add a link to how you can get that if you don't see it in your local grocery store. But it's the one that says Autumn Bliss on the cover. And I'm not on the cover, but it says Autumn Bliss. And it looks like it's kind of what we're talking about today, an outdoor scene with the stadium blankets. And I think there's a fire pit going. Um, so you'll see it. It's definitely in all the autumnal colors. So if you're looking for a lovely magazine to enjoy with a cup of tea, cup of coffee, glass of wine, something like that, I suggest you pick up uh, this issue I think it's the fall issue so it might cover like October and November oh well that's so exciting I'm going to go check out the magazine when I go shopping tomorrow great thanks I'm so excited to see your house in the magazine and I also wanted to share some of my recipes that I found now I have not made these yet a true confession, but they looked wonderful mm-hmm. uh, as I was looking, you know, preparing for this fall episode on entertaining. And one is dark chocolate pumpkin truffles. So those are you mm. know, truffles and they're coated with chocolate. They looked delicious. And the other one is uh, baked pumpkin donut holes. So I like that they're... Oh, baked. you're going on the dessert end of the thing. Of well, the I recipes. like dessert. Well, and I, I guess I was thinking pumpkin. I love pumpkin. And uh, real pumpkin, not mm-hmm. just pumpkin artificial flavor. <laughs> but it's such a great time to use pumpkin in your recipes. And, you know, for the donut holes, I like that they're baked. Uh, so you don't have all that extra, you know, oh, yeah, on those. And then, again, it with the current, all, uh, current gluten-free flours, it's very easy to buy one in the store or online uh, that is a one-to-one replacement for regular flour. Uh, a few years ago, you okay. had to you had to buy like five different flowers and mix them yourself. You don't have to do that anymore. It'll say one to one replacement, and that's what you look for if you do the gluten free. But that's what you could use on these. So, yeah. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know about that. Yes. So that's uh, something that you can try. And are you ready for our hot topic? Yes, yes. I found some recipes too, and I actually found it from a site that I didn't know too much about. It's called mm-hmm. Brit and co and it's the fall solstice recipes now i just scrolled through these i haven't tried them either but they all looked so delicious and more of the savory side Mm -hmm. so i'll put a link to those in the show notes as well yeah they looked really great and it looked like a great website i didn't know about it but i was just sort of googling you know yummy fall recipes and that popped up and it's like a whole um kind of uh a compilation of all these different recipes in there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when the temperature goes down three degrees here, like I'm all over it and I'm like ready for fall baking and cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it'd be nice if it even did like a couple more degrees down would be even better, but, but I'm good to go with that. So our hot topic today is about three magazines on the making of a showcase in a virtual age. So uh, we're talking about, the article is about House Beautiful, Real Simple, and Southern Living. They had all planned a show house, and then the pandemic hit, and then suddenly they were not going to be able to go through with plans the way they had them, and they got together and kind of decided, you know, what they were going to do and kind of were trying, and you know, back in the spring, nobody knew what was going on. Uh, you know, it just wasn't looking very good. So I'm sure that these were, you know, some trying times trying to do, make plans when you didn't know what was going to happen mm-hmm. from one day to the next. Sure. So they did decide to go forward with them, but with some changes. You know, so they had some issues with back 
factory delays with the pandemic and, you know, longer lead times. And I know I was ordering some blinds around this time and the factory was shut down for a while. So, you know, you can imagine this was probably very difficult to uh, put together. But they did all go forward with it. And uh, I know the house beautiful. It was a house they were going to put on the market later anyway. So they said, let's just go ahead and do it. I mean, because they're going to build the house anyway. Mm -hmm. So they basically shifted to more of an online thing. Like everybody, you know, the, the meetings were shifted to Zoom. And rather than a whole team coming down to dress the 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 houses they had a, a smaller skeleton crew doing all of the work mm-hmm. uh, so that's kind of one change and then the other change that they did was kind of go with um, obviously the tours were mostly online now and did they ch- I, mean, I read the article as well but I don't remember knowing whether or not they charged for the online viewing because a lot of them have to make the money back or, or some of them actually donate monies to charity and things like that well, that's a good question, and I was did not notice that in the article, but I'm guessing no because I heard about tours on, uh, you know, Instagram live tours, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube series, and, you know, we all know those are, are free. Right. So there was no mention of any uh, paywall uh, ahead of any of these, but maybe they did do that. But, yeah, that's a good point because you're right. I mean uh, – a lot of people are losing money on a lot of things that they thought they would have and you know, they need to cover their costs. So, right. And the one, everyone should take a look at the article uh, just to see some of the, the houses. The one in Asheville is beautiful. I love the architecture of it. Oh, Maybe you yes. can go see it. I wonder if that's still going to be going on for a while or if they're selling that one. Maybe you can go see it cause you're not too far from there. Uh, well, yes. Well, not right now, but right. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get back over there soon. Well, the one that uh, it's not mentioned in this article, but in Milieu magazine, you know, we really like that magazine mm-hmm. uh, and they were doing their first showcase house. Yes. And I was going to talk about that as a crush going forward, but it makes sense to talk about it today. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, the fall issue. So it covers, you know, a couple of months in the fall. I would suggest everybody picks that up if they can get it at their local store or order it online. It is such a beautiful magazine in and of itself. But then what they did, or I should say Pamela Pierce, I believe, is the the editor and the owner of the magazine. What they did with regard to their showcase house was something I hadn't seen in a showcase house and something I always thought would be the way to have a showcase house. The house all has flow from each room makes sense with the other not only stylistically but in the color palette and so it it was a house that you really could feel like a family could move into it wasn't oh this is the media room that's all you know wildcat animal themed and you know this is the kitchen that you know is dutch inspired you know you know sometimes you go to a showcase house and you're like what you know it's such a jolt to go from room to room so they have a ton of pictures of the showcase house that they did in Houston uh, in this particular issue. It's beautiful and very high-end designers participated like um, Catherine Ireland and various other designers. And from what I understood from reading the article, they were all given the general palette that they needed to stay within. So they weren't just given free reign. Um, And, you know, sometimes we know that that makes you even more creative because, you know, you have you sort of have these limitations and you need to work within them. 
So anyway, they all did a beautiful, beautiful job. And then the proceeds from that showcase house went to an um, organization that helps uh, fight and find cures for childhood cancer. So mm. all good stuff. But they, you know, they could only have like a thousand people come through. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot more people would have come through had it not been these times. But mm. really done well. It's a beautiful issue overall. So when you pick up cottages and bungalows, pick up milieu as well. It's really beautiful. Well, that's true. I need to go get both of those while I'm over there tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. Get a nice stack. I suggest <laughs> I everybody get a nice stack. The fall magazines are wonderful because, you know, they're thinner oh. in the summer normally. Right. Uh, and then the fall, you know, it's like I remember – uh, when I was, uh, you know, a teenager and whatnot, the, when the September Vogue came out, which was like a phone book every year, and you kind of went like from the Sears catalog was like your thing when you were little, and then the, mm-hmm. <laughs> then the September Vogue was like thud, and you, I just poured all <laughs> over that. Now it's the home decor magazines that I absolutely love this time of year. Oh, I know. I so agree. Oh, I'm so excited about seeing the magazines now. Okay. So, crushes, what you got? Yeah. Yes, my crush is a movie I ended up watching last night. It was so charming, and there's so few movies that I actually like these days. But this one was called Ride Like a Girl. And it was a, it's about Michelle Payne. So she won the first Melbourne Cup as a jockey. As a cool. woman, the first female jockey to win the Melbourne Cup. And it tells her story. I mean, her family, uh, I think there were 10 kids and nine of them were jockeys. Oh, my goodness. I think they were all jockeys. Her sister died. This was, it's a, based on a real story. So her sister, apparently in the movie, I assume it happened in real life, died being thrown from a, a horse. She was oh, thrown, no. almost died, uh, and then got back up on the horse. And, you know, nobody wanted to allow her to do that because she had come so close to dying and you know she was a little fragile but uh, she won and wow. it's just a charming story and of course uh the thing that also made it special for me having a daughter with down syndrome was she has a brother with down syndrome who's featured in the movie and just the the love of the siblings is really uh, touching in the movie too so it's just such a, a wonderful movie of perseverance persistence and determination and uh, so I just love that. That's awesome. My crush is completely different, but also involves some persistence and perseverance. Mm-hmm. It is a 12-week workout mm, okay. class on YouTube that I discovered. Um, the instructor's name is Heather Robertson. She's fantastic. Lovely looking person, but you know, not super bodybuilder looking not super emaciated she looks super healthy i mean mm-hmm. you know anyone want, would want their body to look like this but she looks you know she looks like she eats she, she's Good. she's wonderful um and her backdrop is very minimal and she's not barking at you or you know saying like go girl you know, the whole time which really drives me crazy she just gets right down to business and um i am really enjoying it i am well, hopefully, by the time this comes out, I am on like maybe week four or five. Wow. But as we're recording, I'm into week two. And so I'm working out with her five days a week. And most of the workouts are hit, so high-intensity interval training. Um, she does some Tabatas, which I don't know if anybody might not know what that is. It's like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. And you're doing mm-hmm. mostly like a, a, a high-intensity cardio fat-burning type of thing. She throws in some abs. But... Um, one of the other YouTubers that I follow 
it's like a business YouTuber, I guess she worked with them somehow, uh, you know, falling down the rabbit hole of, of YouTube, I found her. And it was funny because I used to go to the gym with and see a friend of mine there all the time. We took the same classes. Our gym is closed. And we were talking the other day and she said, oh, you know, I found this YouTuber. Turns out we found the same girl. So we're both working out with Heather Roberts, and she's, she was one week ahead of me um, in this 12-week program. But you can just do a one-off, uh, you know, try her class. It's, it's completely free. Um, and, uh, you know, if, I guess if you wanted to have personal training with her, maybe she offers that as well. But all her YouTube programs and workouts are free. And the 12-week program, it just kind of, you know, it gives you a little incentive. You know, like I said, you know, you sort of commit to yourself to do it. She gives you a little printout if you want to print it out. I did. I tacked it up in my office. So every day that I work out, I check off the day that I did it. And so I know I would feel bad about myself if I didn't get a check mark. Um, so it's been wonderful. And they're about 35 minutes, 40 minutes, uh, each of the workouts. So I highly recommend it. And if anybody wants to get on board, even though I'll be a few weeks ahead of you, I'm you know, cheering you on. I will check it out. Yeah, I definitely always, check it out. love all your crushes. Oh, me too. I love all yours too. Um, so we have a question today, which was just so fitting for our topic. Uh, so Penelope, which I love that name, uh, Penelope has asked, is it weird, Anita and Kelly, to decorate a holiday table or, you know, a table that could be used for the holidays and just leave it like that for, you know, a month or so? <laughs> what does do you think, Anita? she's asking bloggers. I mean, does she know how we do weird stuff like this all the time for blogs? Of course it's not weird. Yeah, hey, well, you, you know, you're that. asking the right people if you want the no. answer to be no. Especially <laughs> it's if not you're weird. working with like a magazine, you're doing like, like you said, like fall stuff in the spring or spring stuff in the fall. And, right. and yeah, maybe you're shooting it for this or that. So we're always used to having something set up for photography. And, uh, you know, I have stuff setting out. Uh, you know, I had somebody that was coming over helping with my daughter and uh, she saw this pot on the stove. You know, it was a pretty decorative blue pot. And she's like, well, what are you cooking today? And I said, nothing. It's just there to, to look like I'm cooking something. I'm not actually cooking anything. I'm just carrying my accent color around the room. Of and course, this pot is yes. helping me. Right. That was, yeah, she wasn't catching. Them. So <laughs> then at some point she kind of figured out, oh, Anita's table is set. That just means she's taking pictures. She's not having anybody over. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, and even if you're not taking pictures, but who isn't these days, right? Maybe you want to take a few shots, Penelope, for your Instagram or something like that. Um, I think it's fine. I mean, I probably wouldn't have, like, serving dishes out with the serving um, you know, utensils and things like that. But if you're talking about, like, setting a place setting and maybe putting a little baby boo pumpkin on top of it or something like that, it's beautiful. And it, you know what? The bottom line, Penelope, if it gives you joy, do it. And every time you walk by that table, that feels like it's bringing the season to the forefront for you. Enjoy it. And if you've got the room, you don't have to clear it off for Zoom school or something else, then I would just set it up and then you're ready to go whenever. If somebody just says, let's have Thanksgiving today, you will be ready. So that's exactly. good. Well, and if you're having people over, I always set it up days ahead so that that part is done. Yeah, and you know also that you can have fun with it because sometimes what happens is you're doing, especially if you're doing the cooking, you're running around grocery shopping and getting the the recipes together and actually starting the prep and all of that. And sometimes the table setting then 
is done at the last minute, you know, while your hair is wet in between showering and blow drying. You know, that used mm-hmm. to happen to me. Right. I don't let that happen to you because it is so much fun and it's an opportunity to be creative, pull out your stuff and use them things maybe you haven't seen since last year. Um, so I think it's a wonderful thing to do. So yeah, go for it and send us a picture if you do. Yes, please. So this was so much fun to hang out with you today. I have gotten some real inspiration for going forward for my table that I'm going to be doing for this blog event, but also for my table for my family. And I am definitely going to try something outside now that we've talked so much about it today. Um, So remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. (music) 